Hey, what's up, guys? This is Mixed Mutts uh, with James Camacho and The Fidge. The Fidge. Um, yeah, so let's just get into it. All right, I'm hungover. <laughs> All right. What happened? What'd you do last night? How many did you? How many drinks did you have? I'm so tired. I'm gonna like kill myself. Whoa, Tom. So we, we you're hungover. We went out last night. We went out to a nice little din din. Mm -hmm. We had a glass of rosé. Rosé. Right? Oh, we're gonna get sued for that. No, we're not. Why are we gonna get sued for that? Rosé. That's my nickname. So we had rosé and then we had a bottle of wine. That's not really that much alcohol. We split a whole. Bottle of wine. Is that a lot? A whole bottle of wine? Because um, they sell them in me. bottles. It's a lot for you. Yeah, it's a lot for me. But I know there's like a bunch of like people out there who are like, you know, you, you're just a little bitch if you can't drink half a bottle of wine. Like, yes, I'm a feeble stomached bitch. Yeah, you, I mean, you're tiny too. You're like, what, 90 pounds, 80 pounds? Oh, it's been such a struggle to get through the day. Yeah. But we are here and we're happy. We're here. We're doing it. What and you know how it like stains your teeth, right? Oh my god! You know, uh, we were like walking around with like blood coming out of our. I I woke mouths. up this morning. I was talking to my therapist on uh, Skype, right? You know, on Skype you get the little face, your own view of your face. And I was talking, and I'm like, dude, what in the fuck is with my mouth? And it was just a wine mouth. But what are you doing? <laughs> I didn't know what to do with. Are it. you a shock jock? Is that what this is? Is this how you're gonna try to get views? You're gonna do crazy shit? <laughs> no, I just. Are you gonna stab me in the next episode? With the spoon, yes. Yeah, stab me, and then we're she's clip that. You know, you know, like how it like wine stains your like teeth red. You, do you remember like when we were like reading the QAnon stuff or something? Remember when we were trying to look at it? We we're trying to figure out like what the other side is thinking. And a lot of them are some of the like QAnon conspiracy theorists are like, oh, the Democrats like drink the blood of children or something. They do do that. I hear. And it's just, you know, like my only was no, it's just wine. It's just wine. I know what it looks like. Yeah, you know, it might. Um, we're drinking a dark red substance, and it is staining our teeth, and we look like vampires. But right. I promise you, it's not the blood of children. Wait, so what's what's the whole thing with the blood it's of a, children? It's, it's, red it's wine. supposed to make you last. Democrats love our red wine. But what what is what is the thing behind the blood? Like, what is the reasoning? I don't for know. Blood? Is it to make them younger? Is that what the whole thing is? No, but I don't know. There's just like you know, it's like there's a conspiracy that like Hillary. Hillary Clinton has like a sex trafficking ring. Sure, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. one of those things. You know what I think it is? I think it's like this because it's like in Greek life too when you join fraternity. Like they make you do things like, hey, shove 11 pennies in your asshole and jizz on a cookie. And you're just like, what reason would you do that? But it's literally just the fact that you do it and you're, it shows you're down for the cause. Uh, maybe you know? that's why they do that, it. That's all it is. It's like if you kill children and drink their blood and we watch you, there's no going back, man. You know, we got you on camera. You're, you're going down with all of us in this yeah, weird sex sense. trafficking it shit. It makes sense because, like, we're, our country is so divided. Well, that's what Epstein did. It's never been more divided. Well, that's and what, it's like in order to, like, really, like, prove, you know, that yeah. you are a Democrat, you have to drink the blood of children. But isn't that what Epstein did? Epstein would mingle with all these rich people, but then, you know, he would have all these, like, 17-year-old uh, girls in the, in his house, but he would, you know, record everything. So he had dirt on everyone. That's kind of how he... Isn't that kind of how he made his fortune? I don't know how he made us... No, he you made us... Good, weren't you good friends with him? That's not how he made his fortune. <laughs> no, but I think he He made just, his fortune on the... On the, on the stock the market? Stock market. Yeah, but then he was able to get, you know, get things to a whole nother level by kind of having dirt on people. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how he kind of kept his relationships going, you know? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. That would make sense. But. Who knows? I wish I knew. Seems like a lot of fun. Why don't, he, why don't you just come on the podcast and tell him 
Tell us himself. Is Giselle is Giselle Maxwell still alive? She's not dead yet, right? <laughs> Giselle. Giselle Maxwell. Gizlaine. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Gislaine. 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 Gislaine Maxwell. Maxi There's like pad. a doc out about her. Already? On Netflix. There's Already? Something. There's something on, on Netflix. We got to watch it. We'll watch it. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll tune back in. Oh, you know what? Like, can we can we segue? Can I use that as a segue into my topic of the week? What topic is yours of the week? Okay, what? so about why I, I think that's, I think whatever TV show, I'm down. I want to get into a new TV show because I'm trying to do this thing where I'm trying to get out of my uh, my head. I'm always in my head. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know we've had arguments about it. You know, you'll be telling me a story, and then I'm thinking about God knows what. You know, from my childhood or, or whatever. Sure. And it's uh, it's making it hard for me to connect with people. It's making it hard for me to, um, you know, just uh, feel. You know. So I've been looking at ways to try to get out of my head, and one of the one of the things was to start a TV show. And I think that's a great idea because when you get into a TV show, you do kind of like get sucked into another world. You know what I mean? James, you're literally talking to people who all of our lives are watching TV shows. I watch TV shows. People watch TV shows. You're literally the only person who doesn't watch TV. No, you're right. But I'm saying that's something like I'm <laughs> like, not... you know, what's a good way to de-stress? Be, be you normal. Know what's a good way to get out of your head? Be normal. Just watch a TV show. Wait, hold on. But that's not fair. Like, you're only, again, it's Anxiety like solved. you're right. Most people are watching TV shows, but there are people that are workaholics and in your head, weirdos like me that don't think any free time can be devoted. Okay. To okay. James bla- brag about how much work you do in your, it is true. He works very hard. It's not bragging, dude. I, lo- I love how you take me, me you wake working up, hard as a listen, negative. Like, you wake you're up bragging about your, I'm like, I'm saying like, if I were to be like, Hey, like I'm in shape. You'd be like, you're bragging again, swinging the dick around. It's like, I'm just saying, I'm also trying to be deep here about the mental stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very deep. You know, watch a TV show. It helps ease your anxiety. It's very deep stuff. No, but I, I'm just trying to like, like, you know, you always talk about the science of things. It's like, I think you get into another world mm-hmm. and you get involved in the characters. Like, I remember like whenever we're in TV, like when we were watching Game of Thrones, I would like, you know, instead of being in my head all the time, I'd kind of be thinking like, oh, I can't wait to go home and see like the adventures of, you know, um, the dragon house or whatever. Like that's yeah, everybody. That's literally everyone's life. James. Oh man. Okay. James. This guy, he wakes up before me. And he goes to bed after me every single day. And I I am the neuroscience PhD student. You just, you do. You work nonstop. You don't stop. Yeah. And it is a little bit frightening. But yes, I promise you, like, if you talk to, like, normal people like me. Yes, we get sucked but into I, a TV show. Yeah. It's pretty normal. We come home. But whatever. I think, like, mo- that that's kind of a reason why I don't think I'm normal. You know? Because mm-hmm. everyone watches TV shows. Everyone's always like, oh, did you see this? Uh, euphoria and I haven't seen anything so I kind of feel like I'm left out of society and I also just feel like you know like uh, I'm just I'm just constantly watching reruns of myself in my head anyways that's just something that I'm trying to work on is trying to be out of my own head um I read things like meditating which you know we've tried meditating yeah you really hard you could not met you cannot yeah it's really hard you need to practice yeah you need to sit down and really apply yourself to the meditation you like like move around you huff and puff you like can't you need to just sit down and take it seriously yeah it's hard just i mean i just but it's so good for you it is so good for you it literally changes like the connections in your brain it gives you more control over your life it's a real thing but how does that but how does that work uh, I, don't, I don't look into the science, but it does like change. Like people have done fMRIs on people who like before and after they meditate, yeah. and like they're like 
cognition is just so much more efficient after meditation because like you are so much more in control of like how you present your feelings to the world after meditation. It's like, Mm. it's like some people it's like going on a run, you know, that's kind of, it's a similar thing where they come back and then they feel like refreshed. Yeah. Meditation like focuses, you have to focus on like breathing. So when you're focusing on breathing, you are controlling your breaths instead of like hyperventilating in response to something stressful. I do, I do find it helpful like um, to take deep, uh, deep breaths. Deep breaths. And, or focus on the breath. It's so like cliche, but yeah, yeah. deep breaths are, are important. Well, it's more about when you take deep breaths, are you like let whatever inhale the air or you think about it. You really, what you're doing, I think, is just thinking about what's in front of you immediately and nothing else. You know, like I think one of the meditation things we did was like to observe what you feel, observe, you know, any scent you smell. And it's just like all you're doing is focusing on, you know, what's around you and everything not real, which is like your thoughts, your anxieties, the stuff in your head. Um, You can kind of don't trust every thought that comes into your head. I fall into that trap all the time. I like whenever a thought comes into my head and it's just like the most insane thing. It's like, you probably smell right now. You're in a room full of people and you probably smell. Take a, try to take a whiff, but yeah. don't let anybody, don't let anybody see you. Try to, you probably reek. And it's just like out of nowhere. Do you it's have just, that a lot? You so, think you sometimes smell? it's like something like that. <laughs> it will just pop into That's my head bad, yeah. and then I'll start to sweat. And then I'll actually start to smell because I'm sweating oh, no. that I'm smelling. Yeah. And it's like this vicious cycle. So just sit down breathe don't trust everything that pops into your head it's unhealthy you're not always <laughs> right. you know what i do too I, sometimes i'll do something as simple as like oh like i want a cup of coffee right and yeah. i have to get up and go i'll talk myself out of it being like you don't deserve to buy that cup of coffee oh you don't blah, 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 blah. Yeah. you have coffee right here why are you gonna waste money it's like oh you have to get up and go you're gonna waste time. and next thing you know i'm just like standing there debating whether it's just like and like it's just like dude if you had just gone in the beginning you would be back right now with the coffee Instead yeah. of just like, like I really wish someone. I waste so much time on indecisions. You know so we, much time is wasted. You know what we joke about? We wish we had cameras in our apartment. Yeah. I swear to God, if you watched the if video, you saw. if you watched the video of me at home when you were gone, y- y- there would be nothing going on except for me just being like, just, just, just dude, deciding I'm the what to same do. way. But you've, you've <laughs> seen it. You've seen it. I do this thing where I like dissociate every once in a while. I just like dissociate. Like people have thought like. You it's know, called up, you zone out. It was like so creepy to watch because I would just be standing straight up and I would just be standing. I'd just go. And it'd be like a whole world going on in my head, like a whole played out scenario going on in my head. Right. And I'd just be a zombie looking like creepy looking like it's just it's, well, I, I learned now, it's called dissociation. Well, even now, like I'll tell you oh. something and you'll just you'll have that look where it's like drool could come out at any second and then you know i remember when i first started when i first started i'd be like did you hear what i said and you'd be like huh and then i'd be like oh this bitch is not listening and now whenever i see it i just go oh i think i'm gonna i think she's doing the thing again you know which is really which is really convenient for you because if you ever don't want to listen to something all you have to do is be like i zoned out again well maybe it wasn't interesting enough for me to respond maybe that's usually most of my the things that come out of my mouth. Mm. But anyways, that's something I'm trying to work. I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, especially since he gets like a- an occasional hate message. Have you noticed? Yeah, you you'll get what? the occa- yeah. like. The, uh, there was like a person the other day that had written something and it said something like, "What?" It was like they said I'm a terrible person for, for like, making jokes about my life. <laughs> oh, you are a terrible person. Yeah, you that- should. 
I, I forget what they said. It's, I don't remember it's, the words. It's, it's literally either you're great, you make my day, even when it's bad, or it's you're a terrible person, you're a piece of shit, you're the reason why this country is fucked up. Like, literally to that type of shit, it's, you know? It's insane because, like... Like, I feel like 99% of the stuff you get is, like, nice stuff. Like, good job. I love what you're doing. Very nice to see. Very nice to see you and watch. And then, like, the 1%, it's, like, it's so scathing. It's so, like, it's, like, you wonder if, like, that person's going to be okay. I don't. You know, you're, like, oh, you you look a little fucked up. Have you ever written something? meditate. Have you ever written something to someone online that was like, you're a piece of shit, you're the worst person ever? I've never done that. (laughs) I don't know anyone that's done that. I've never been... I almost don't believe Oh, you know what? I did write a review once. That's different, though. What what did you say in the review? I wrote one review. If you look on, like, my Google reviews or whatever, like, I've only ever written one review, and it was, like, some cleaning service, like, came in and tried to clean our place, and... Like she, oh, yeah, you were really she mad. broke our Apple TV. She broke our fridge. She like ripped off like the. She was just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It was just like it was a huge mess. Yeah, <laughs> What's going I remember on? the one lady that came in. She had like no. She just came in just just with nothing, and I was like, "You're here for the. You're gonna clean." She's like, "Yeah, I clean." I'm like. In my mind, I'm like, "Do you do we need to give you our equipment?" And then she like rolled her fucking uh, hip. What do they call those things? Those kangaroo packs. Oh, and yeah, then, fanny packs. Uh, fanny pack and unzipped it, and there was just, like, this shit just came out, like, fucking, um, like, uh, oh, she, like, jack was, in the box. Lady, she was good, though. She did a good job, she yeah. She could not yeah. speak English at all, but she was so good at cleaning. Yeah, not to be racist, oh but you know they're good cleaners when they can't speak <laughs> yeah. the language, you know? If they're coming in like, yes, sir, no problem, you're like, oh, fuck, there's going to be French fries everywhere oh, after man. this. Yeah, that that lady that I wrote the bad review for, like the first that she walked through the door, the first thing she did is start a conversation with me. Oh, "Oh." in English. Oh, get out. I was like, these dumb Americans. Oh, it's going to be bad. That'd be funny, too, right? Americans are bad at cleaning. Wouldn't it be funny if the next person you hired came in and then just said, hey, how you doing? And then you're like, you speak English? Yeah, I speak pretty good English. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, get just get the fuck out. Just get the fuck out. I don't want to Just go. Just cut me, your losses. Give now. me an I don't want to pay you for this. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Wolf had like a joke at some point where she said something about like when she's getting a massage, if she, if she like runs into like, you know, a classic like white American masseuse, she's like, oh, yeah. fuck. You know, there it's going to be like, yeah. it's going to be little pokes. And then like, you know. You get the Asian guy. You get the Asian guy. They're doing the immigrant kung fu on your like, back. cannot speak English. Taekwondo on your back. Yeah, and it's just like, I'm going to butcher the joke, but she was like, said something like, and they're just taking all their like anger out on like, like white American women, all in a massage. Do you remember I tried, I had a premise for a joke where it's like, my my mom used to hit me. I feel like she was getting her, taking her aggression. Yeah, it's so true. I should try that. It's like every hit, it's just like, she's like, you got a bad grade. Then the next, (gasps) the next hit is like, I should have, I don't know why I had you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. God, I want to be a good act out comic. You ever see like some of these, especially when I go to LA, these people, they're upside down. They're all like using the whole stage and they're all you, you gotta, You got to feel it. You got to be so passionate about what you're talking about that it just comes out. Well, I'm sure they work on every one of those like little like like stool humps or whatever. But I feel like every time they say a joke that involves a major act out, it has to be a joke that they genuinely believe. They genuinely are trying to persuade you of a point. Yeah. And so like that motivates you like just inter- like naturally to like act it well, out to really get the audience to understand a certain point. But I feel like working on those jokes must be f- like, you know, Sebastian Maniscalco, right? Yeah. He's always got these jumpies. Like, do you think he goes, he's like sitting at home or working on his act and he goes, 
He's just writing, and he's like, okay, so right here, I'll do a jump. You know? No, no, you I'm saying so? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think I, I don't. I'll know. jump here. I'm not a I'll go upside in there. You're not a. Comedian. No, I don't think I don't think it's like planned. It might like at some point it might become muscle memory. Yeah. But, like in the beginnings, there's no like plan of when you're gonna jump or not. It's like you just feel it in your bones, and you feel like this is gonna be the way I persuade you of my point. Yeah. <sighs> you know. Yeah, it's pretty great, man. Bill Burr has some good act outs too. He's an underrated act out comic most people go simply say it. yeah simply <laughs> zip all right we're not gonna do that um so you've been having a you've been kind of having a, a boner for this uh this uh new virus ancient virus that they found right you brought it to my attention you sound really oh no uh no i honestly i found it on instagram there was like an instagram post about it and then i like pulled up the bio archive paper on it and for those it was of you an ig first yeah, it was on IG first. So Did you think it was real when you clicked it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, not, it's, so, it's so hard to tell on Instagram. Somewhere. Like, I looked through the thing, and then it said bioarchive at the bottom or something. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So these are, like, real scientists who are going out there, doing their job. You've it's been not, published on bioarchive. Bio it's not published. So for people who don't know, when you have a, when you do the science. Science. And you collect the data. The data. And um, you haven't published it yet because... In order to publish a paper, it has to be peer-reviewed. So, like, you would submit it to a journal, and the journal will send it out to three other professors in the world. Peers. In, Those are your peers. Peers, yeah. Yes. Professors, yeah. And the professors, like, critique and rank and blah, 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 and pick, poke all the holes in your research, and then they send it back to you, and you have to fix those holes or you get rejected. It's like a it's a long, like, sometimes years-long process. So <laughs> I, I always think about that joke about where, where you have to – that joke I tried that didn't really end up working about how you have to get in front of the other people. And get and get reviewed. Oh yeah, to get your funding for your experiment. And then as a comedian, I don't have to get up in front of other comedians and be like, "Can I get can I get five chicken tenders or yeah. something?" Anyways, yeah, no, sorry, I, but I, I yeah, the peer review to yeah. to publish a paper it takes a very long time. So if you have something really new and exciting right away and you want to show the world, what you do is you post it on BioArchive. It's not a journal. It's not peer reviewed. It's just what you found. No one has like said anything about it. You just post it can, up there. Can anyone post? Yeah, like pretty much. I mean, like the bioarchive system itself has to accept it. Oh, so, okay. But it doesn't have to be peer reviewed, and it's not an official publication. Is there a competitive process in uh, bioarchive? Not, not, no, it's not. Really so it's like if I want to make adjustments to Pete Davidson's Wikipedia, he's banging Emrata. Like I can go and do it myself, and they'll accept it. Like that kind of like Wikipedia, almost. Yeah, sort of, I mean, it's science. <laughs> like you can't. I know, but you can't post opinions on there. They're not going to accept any opinions. They're going to. So they look at it a show. little bit. They look at it a little. Yeah, they look at it a little bit. Make sure you're like part of like some sort of institution, accredited institution. Make sure that you know. I can't write cure for cancer and then put no. it up there. Okay. No, I don't think they'd like. <laughs> I don't think they'd no. go for that. No. Okay, good. No one ever like that. That can never. So be it's a not title. like Reddit. It's a little more official. It's a little more official, but it takes like a couple days to get it accepted and, and posted on there. Okay, so, so people... it's not it's not a real journal article yet. So, yet, so it this... just hangs out there until okay. until you submit to a journal and then do the whole peer review process. But so it just you, hangs out. You saw this? So anyone on, can watch. You saw this on BioArchive, and that's legit when you see. Yeah, it so I saw it first, like on IG, and there was, I guess, some French scientists who like France. dug up. A dormant virus. Okay, for for the people that a are virus? for the layman, what the fuck does that mean? Because we think virus, we think coronavirus. How do you dig up a virus? I don't know. You just dig up a virus. I like. I didn't really know. They found. They looked at the structure. I guess it like has the capsids have like a star structure on them. They can like see it and stuff like that. And then I, 
think they can sequence it as well. Um, yes, so then really? they'll know it's a virus. A virus is also not like a living organism, technically. I mean, I, is it something tangible? Throughout, yeah, it's something tangible for sure. Like, but viruses like rely on cells in order to like spread. So, so they you... need to be, they need to like inject their DNA or somehow get their their DNA into a cell in order to like reproduce. Reproduce. Oh, how do they find it? How do they find a cell? The virus. The, oh, the, this they like virus. they hacked through some ice in the Arctic and, or in Russia or something. And so can can I? I'm going to try to dumb it down for people. It, it, the the virus that they found is. 48,500 years old. Fuck, that's old. Yeah. What is that, just dinosaur time? it up dinosaur from time? way back when. And I don't know why people go around, you know, looking for viruses to dig up and bring into the world. Well, um, isn't, that, isn't that what archaeologists and these people do? They literally dig through shit in the middle of the earth looking for anything, anything. Like, and if they find anything... And they, 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 they go, oh, and right. Isn't, yeah, that, isn't I, that their whole job? That's the whole job. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, and I, scientists are like looking for like, oh, maybe it's like, you know, ev- to, to study evolution or to study, you know, like microbes right, or right. something. The evolution of microbes or the evolution of viruses or something. There's some sort of, I really like, there's some like official reason to be doing all of this that I'm sure that they've written in their bio archive paper. But in reality, these people are just curious. That's what scientists are. They're just curious. Yeah, they want to figure curious out well, how things work, why things work. And they want they want to discover something and then get like all bring on all the fame from dis- from making a discovery of a forty eight thousand year old virus. And so I think from- they call it like the Pandora virus, which is like mm, Pandora. What what, what, what have we ever talked about in terms of opening Pandora's box? What's the the moral of the story? Don't do it. Don't! (laughs) Don't! How long were you waiting to say that? (laughs) Well, it's the the Pandora virus. So you don't think they should... Wait, so... so You don't think they should have dug it up? No, they're having fun. No, I they're that, having fun digging up viruses. I I think you know when I read the bioarchive paper, that's because like online they were like trashing these like scientists. They're like, why would they dig this up? Blah 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 blah. Why would they dig it up? Just just curious. But then curiosity. it turns out like when I read the the bioarchive paper, they've been doing this for years. They've found like a ton of other stuff that's like thirty thousand years old, like yeah. in 2014, 2015. and um. The the reason why they're finding all of this, the reason why all this stuff is coming to the surface is because of climate change. So, you know, a lot of stuff is melting away and revealing like... Well, you lost all our Republican these, like, listeners. I know. It's called <laughs> these like permafrosts, right? They okay. just like somehow make it to the surface because everything melts away. And so they can now be like, oh, just take one hack and they can dig up a virus. Wait, well, what does that have to do with climate change? Because understand. like all the ice is melting away and revealing all the stuff that was trapped in the ice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so it's not like they're like really putting a lot of effort into digging the stuff out. It's like it's just coming to the surface because everything's melting away. Right. I find that kind of interesting like uh yeah. like it's kind of like space like when you go into these like, whatever frozen places and you're just chipping away at shit and things get preserved because of whatever ice ages. Yeah. And then you dig up shit that's like a million years old or whatever. It's like, leave it's it. It's pretty crazy. Leave, leave it. You don't think so? Leave it at that. We don't they, it. You know how they they have all those TV shows with the cavemen getting dug up? Is that ever happened in real life? What do you mean? I don't know any TV. Where the people, the guys will be frozen in ice for a hundred thousand years. No, that that's, that's not, not true. true. Okay. They they said that this like when they dug up this virus, they're like it's still alive. It can still be alive, is yeah. what they said. It's like. There's a huge debate in the scientific community of whether or not a virus is a living thing or not. 
because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily reproduce. It multiplies. It Wait. doesn't reproduce. It multiplies. What? And what? it requires, like, it has to go into a cell of some living organism in order to multiply. So it needs, like, a host. It needs a host. It can't stand alone. Like So maybe, what's the definition of a living organism? Is this something that's dependent on, like, a natural resource of Earth? Because we're, we're dependent on oxygen. Fish are dependent on water. So maybe viruses are dependent on... I would say something that is composed of cells. Should we should we Google it? What maybe? is a living? What can here? Yeah, maybe something that has cells. That's how I would say it. An entity made up of cells. Living things have a variety of characteristics that are displayed to different degrees. They res- respire. They move, meditate. <laughs> respond to stimuli, reproduce and grow, and are dependent on their environment. Dependent on their environment and their stimulus to get stimulated. Yeah. So viruses don't respire. No, but this is, these are just different degrees. Mm-hmm. So they respire. So viruses move, right? Do they respond to stimuli? Yeah, they can get bigger. They can reproduce and grow, and they're dependent on... They don't on, get bigger. They don't get bigger. I thought, I thought viruses, like coronavirus gets bigger. Or does it mul- like multiply or No, it multiplies, like increase the number. It goes into oh, like a cell, and then it goes... And then it goes into the nucleus or whatever, yeah. and then it just like reproduces its the genes. But they're dependent on their environment. I think that's a big one. Living organisms are No, dependent. everyone's dependent on their environment. Yeah, because we're all living things, Shiv. So, yeah, I guess if a virus this is dependent This fidge on- is not dependent on anything. It's environment <sighs> to survive. That's why it's not a living thing. Living th- What are you sad about? Because I, I said, the, should, I use, should I use the... Can we name these things real quick? So we have our little uh, Beanie Baby toys because we don't have a real studio and we're trying to decorate. Um, we call this one Fidge, right? Mm-hmm. Or what do we call this one? I don't know. What is this guy? A chipmunk? Uh, it's like Chip a hedgehog. Hedgehog. It's really soft. You want to call him Sonic? No, that's so basic. Basic hedgehog. Um, there's stuff on it. Um, let's call it. Let's call it pink. Pink. Hmm? Okay, and what are we gonna call the panda? <laughs> I stole this from my baby cousin. Panda. I feel panda. really bad. We call him. I just like couldn't resist. You know what we should call him? Who's the? We should call him designer. Fine. <laughs> designer, Fidge, and Pink. <laughs> Look at that. How irresistible is this face? They're pretty cute. I had to steal it from my baby cousin. I just had to. I knew that I would love it more yeah. than he would. You know what the big... So I the, took the candy from the baby. You know how, like, with humans, they're attracted to... Like, guys are attracted to, like, whatever, boobs and butt. And, like, I think I think women physically are attracted to what? What do women... Arms, right? That's, for me, biceps. Ooh. Biceps. Oh. I got nice biceps. They don't have to be huge. They don't. I don't want huge-ass biceps. Just, just toned. toned. You are, yeah. And then, it's you know what sheep. I'm into with animals? Not sexually, but I'm into, like, the eyes. Okay. If the eyes are cute, if the eyes are, like, bubbly and, and I love and how you had to, like, make sure we all knew that you didn't mean this sexually. I have to, you know, you never know. <laughs> people take things out of context, you know? I don't want people to think I'm banging, banging animals out there. But whenever I, whenever an animal, whenever someone's like, this, my animal's cute, and I look at them, and if their eyes aren't like bubbly or whatever, I go, not cute. Not cute. Yeah. That's my, that's yeah. my deciding factor, cute, whether cute. an animal is cute or not. Yeah. I like, I like animals with little biceps on them. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Speaking of biceps, someone yeah. has been, uh, someone has been shaping up. Oh, me? Show them. Show everybody. Is it? I don't know if they catch her on camera. Oh. Oh, is that turn good? to the side. Turn I can, to the side. We, I can see the, the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty... 
Oh, look at the guns on this guy. You know what happened? Shiv was calling me a fat fuck for, for and eventually just hit me. And I had a moment where, a day where a night I couldn't sleep and I changed everything. No, I I uh I mean You can put this down. Okay. Now. I wanna look the best for you, but it was, you know, I, I got a new acting I, I No, had to, he's not doing it for me. He's doing it for us T V auditions. Yeah, I, I had to well I got I was in between agencies and I figured the more slimmer I looked, um the better chance I had to. How was stuff. that journey of slimming down? Because you were you you made quite a transformation. I, I know people probably don't know. But no, people like, notice. I've been when I go out, people do notice. Yeah. Like, oh, your face is smaller, or you look slimmer. Like yeah, yeah, some cut. Other, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how was that process for you? I know I was here for some of it. You were here for most of it. Most of it. <laughs> it what do you? What do I mean? Okay, I'll tell you. But like, what did you? What did? You, what did you see? Like, what changes were you seeing in me? Oh yeah, I mean, like you were starting to slim, and you were also like a total fucking bitch. Whoa! Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you were, you were so miserable to be around. You were so miserable. Oh, every day. Can you give an example? With a rainy cloud. Can you give an example? You, like, every two seconds. Like, it was like, you're like a hormonal, like, teenager. Like, you're like a woman. (laughs) So emotional. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Was that really that bad? You're like, uh, what's his name? What's that guy's name? Who got to the Supreme Court? What's that guy's name? Adam Driver? No. Oh, oh, um, oh. The beer? I like beer guy? I like beer. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. I thought you were going to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. I like to have an, an occasional beer. Who is that guy? What is his name? I'm fucking blanking. Not Kyle Redden. That white guy. Supreme Court, remember? Should I Google him? What the, should I Google? I don't know. Supreme Court, white guy? Beer? I'm sure everybody knows who it is. <laughs> yeah. You'll know. They'll know. There is, it is. This guy? Yeah. Oh, Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. That's Fuck, I forgot his name. Oh, boy. You were as emotional as Brett Kavanaugh was <laughs> talking right? about his fucking beer. You were insatiably... <laughs> Like is this insecure, it? yeah. My friends, we drank beer. Uh, <laughs> my friends and I. Sometimes I had too many beers. Yes, we drank beer. I like beer. Still like beer. We drank beer, and many of us drank beer. And wow. And uh, still do. <laughs> I think you probably had beer, Senator. <laughs> okay. I still like beer. Wow. Show a few weekday gatherings at friends' houses after a workout. <laughs> Just to meet up and have some beers. You ever play quarters? You get the... No way you said that. Okay, okay. That's, that's actually hilarious, dude. Yeah. That made my day. I want a beer right now. Um, oh, that was such a terrible... You, you know what happened? Yeah, well, you had the sexual assault. Yeah. Fucking Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, so terrible. Like I mean, beer. I hate... Yeah. But, yeah, um, you were like Brett Kavanaugh on the stand. Well, I'll say... I'll say All right? Yeah. You were fucking... Crying every day. We're every two crying. seconds, you were like, Shivani, I'd be like in the middle of work or something. You'd be like, Shivani, can you say something nice? And I'm like, I just said something nice 20 minutes ago. Okay. Not like, sorry. Well, I'll tell you. So um, I think you're, I think you're, I don't think I was that bad, but you were pretty bad. I, what I did was, um, so this is a tip for anyone that's trying to lose. Not even, it's just hangry. You were hangry. Yeah. Well, you were hangry and insecure. If you're trying to get, if you're like already kind of in shape and you're trying to get abs, this is what I would recommend. Um, you just count calories. Like it's a really, so what I basically did is I Googled what a bunch of uh, like celebrities like Kumail, um, Chris Pratt, 
any of these guys who went through like uh Chris Evans who did uh Zach Efron these guys who did crazy body transformations to you do action movies I basically googled what they did and what they did was like they just went in calorie deficits and they worked out like fucking psychopaths yeah. so basically what I did was I went from God knows how I just started counting calories so I was I have a notebook. You see it. I have a, I have a brown, a black, black, white marble notebook. I write down everything I eat, how many calories it is, how much protein it is. Yeah. And I just make sure I have less than 2,000 a day and I eat about 165 grams of protein a day. Now, the reason why I was getting so angry and shit is because um, I was trying to get in shape for a photo shoot too. So I was doing intermittent, I was doing fasting. So I would do, I would do a bunch of day. pretty much after 7 PM, I wouldn't eat until the next day until like noon. And then there would be days I just didn't eat the whole entire day. And like, yeah. You know, and it was, getting, it was miserable. Tough. Yeah. It's really, well, you just feel like shit when you're hungry all the time, but it did teach me a lot. Like one, I mean, now I, I feel so much more confident in myself, you know, mm-hmm. none of my fucking pants fit, which is kind of a, a yeah, you've problem. come out the other side. Like you're not, you're no longer a bitch anymore. No, because now I eat, like, even today, because I've been trying. You've gotten used to it. Your body's, like, gotten used to it. It doesn't, like, you know, it's not, like, in angry mode trying to, like. like it's it's not just about getting used to it because it's, you know, the thing is, like, I've introduced some more pleasurable foods into my diet. Like, I was, I was getting a lot of post-workout fatigue, okay. and I researched that, and it's because I wasn't eating enough. I wasn't eating any carbs. Oh, you know, yeah. so now for so it was like today for breakfast, I had some carbs and I, I didn't feel as fucking I literally feel like I want to give up on my life sometimes after I work out, yeah. you know, because I think it's just so intense. And then you just come down and you're just at home on a couch like, you know, it's yeah, you got to have feeling. those carbs. Yeah. I don't know anything about this shit. Honestly, I was an yeah. athlete for most of my until I until I washed up ashore. But you don't but eat. That thing is you don't eat. No, so the you only never have to thing worry about like weight. one of my coaches ever said was like you know, eat chicken or protein the night before and then eat carbs the day of the meat or something. The day you need, of the, you need the energy for carbs. Yeah, you need the carbs yeah. for the energy, but you need the protein for like the long, longer term energy. Yeah, no, if you eat a lot, because yeah, if you eat a lot of protein, you will build muscle if you work out. If not, you're just, I don't know what the fuck. is. It's even but good. I also had another trainer who said like, you don't need to count your protein. You don't need to like make, you don't need to make sure you're getting enough protein because naturally you just do. Like, you get more than enough protein. That's what he said. If you're trying to bodybuild, you need your body weight and protein. Like, so if you have, if I'm 160 pounds, so you should be eating 160 grams of protein a day. If you're trying to bodybuild. Okay. If you're trying to gain muscle. Mm, if yeah. not, then you just... I definitely literally. wasn't trying to bodybuild, so... No, no. I'm, I, I think, it, like, here's, here's one thing I learned from, you know, not eating, fasting. You... Everyone goes, I'm hungry. I got hungry. It's four hours. Here we go. I'm fucking dying. I'm hungry. Right? You don't, you won't die from starvation. It takes a lot to die from starvation. You could literally, you literally have to eat zero for a week, I think, right? Until you die. So if you eat, like, if you need, like, like, so I just was pushed to the limits where I felt uncomfortable and shit, but I didn't die, you know? <laughs> But like you, part of me died having to listen to your shit. <laughs> what about where's the funeral for that? Well, I don't know. We don't. We're not that religion. No. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Sorry. You know what I mean though. It's like, fine. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> you asked about the thought. Look, you look good now. Like I'm just telling you what I did. <laughs> But I think no. You. What's great is that like you really showed discipline. I didn't know. I mean, Does like I already knew. I knew how disciplined you were because of, like 
you wake up early and you go to bed late and you're always working every second of the day. You don't watch TV. You don't do anything. So, like, I already knew you were disciplined. But <laughs> it's like, like the most miserable human being in the are. world. You are. You don't watch miserable. TV. You wake up. You go to you. <laughs> you're just you, robotic. You just a ro- Yeah, you just keep going. Just keep churning. Yeah. Just keep churning the butter. Does that turn you on at all, the, the work ethic? Or does that? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, it's not bothersome. But it also makes me feel like I'm like, I'm getting my PhD in neuroscience. So I'm, 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 I have an, I'm an Ivy you. League. I'm embarrassing yeah, you. Yeah, you're fucking <laughs> embarrassing me. Yeah. Honestly. Like I'm just kicking Jesus. dirt on you when yeah. you're sleeping. It's like, oh, what? What do you get? A PhD? Please, real men like us. Can I be honest? Anytime I see you watching, like sometimes you're good though, like because you work hard, but you also know how to chill out. Like there'll be times you're like, yeah. you know what? I'm just gonna make a some cheese and some yogurt or whatever. I'm gonna watch my show, and I see you with your laptop watching the show, enjoying it. I'm just sitting there like, it's like like I'm, I'm looking at a. An astronaut. Like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, it's so... How do I do what? Watch TV? Yeah. In the middle of the day. To take 30 minutes and just watch TV and not care. It's so hard for me. Oh. Like, I get, get, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I'm wasting my time on a piece of shit. I did the whole, like, hard work ethic thing. Like, I did exactly what you're doing now for... Since I was, like, in middle school. Like, it was just... Summers were not fun. Did you grow out of it or you just, you just stopped? <laughs> no, yeah, I did it. Middle school, high school, college, two, the, the job I had two years after college. And then once I got into Columbia University, mm. then I took a breath and then I learned the value of balance. But it sounds so cliche again. It's just like... Are you happier now, you would say? I, I was, I'm burnt out in a, in a way. I mean, I love what I'm doing now. I'm happier yeah. now because like I have a reasonable boss, like a really great boss. And... He understands that, like, there's going to be, like, a PhD for me, in, in my experience, is just, like, it's, like, a lot at once. So it could be, like, 13-hour days every single day for, like, two months. And then there will be, like, a month of just, like, nothing, two to three hours a day, like, maybe. Yeah. And then and then it'll be another month and a half of, like, 14-hour days every single day, no sleep. So it's, like, when I have those, like, lulls, yeah. it's, I just, like, take it the time to recharge because you're not going to make it through the next like crazy bout. I like that lifestyle better. Like I have always told you this is like, I I hope in the future I can get to the point of success where I'm on tour for a few months, like nonstop, like gone or I'm shooting a movie for like a few months. And then you have a couple months just off. You know what I mean? I just don't think that'll ever happen for you. I don't, I don't think think if you take, yeah, (laughs) no, (laughs) Not that I meant like if you do reach that level of success where you do go on a tour, yeah, you got to keep going on tours or else you're becoming you'll you'll become irrelevant. Yeah, no, you'll I, lose your relevance. No, 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 I mean more like like what Kevin Hart does is like he'll do a movie, then he'll go on tour, do a movie, go on tour, do. Yeah, but then, no, but he does. He doesn't everything. stop. He doesn't he, stop. He doesn't stop, and he has like a foot in everything: commercials, TV, He's movies. A, he, he endorses whatever. everything, dude. Yeah, endor- and because it's a check, man. Fuck. If we, if you had his, he's not like even a comedian. He's like a brand. Yeah. I mean, he is a comedian. I'm sorry. Don't please don't hate me. Um, but I, he's I also just like, like bigger me. than that. It's just a brand. He puts his brand on something and then gets a gets a check. What a life. It's so funny. But though, he also be- doesn't stop. Remember that thing that he did. You did like a. It's like called Lift Comics. Oh on yeah, Peacock? yeah. He has an, he, well, he has his own um, comedy network on like. And I'm not going to lie, like, no hate to him at all. Like, I I think some of his jokes are funny and, you know, he works really hard and he's everywhere. But James did his, like, Lyft comics show where James, like, you know, drives around in a Lyft. Pretending to be a a Lyft driver. Pretending to be a Lyft driver. And told jokes to the passengers. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then like Kevin Hart is like in a different room, like commenting on it. Yeah. And that is like he it, said my name, which the pre- got me hard. yeah the 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 background like it sounds like it would be a really interesting show right because it's like it's like a natural environment and you got kevin hart like commenting on it it was very slapped together but it was so slapped together it was absolutely not personal at all like yeah he said your like first name like once yeah it was exciting oh okay well let's see what james let's see what happened james that happened so you can tell that like he does so many things that he can't put he can't put any extra like energy and genuine personality into things anymore yeah. because he does so many of them and it would just be impossible. He's like McDonald's. Like we're now like McDonald's. When, remember that doc we saw where they were like, Oh, we, we care about the recipe, the food, the quality. And then they got bought yeah. out. And then now it's just like, they have to produce so much yeah, yeah. that they can't make every single burger quality. No, the burgers look fucked up half the time. They, they look are, like Nimbo. They fuck me up, if you know man. what I mean. They, look they, like they Nimbo. take me out of commission for like two days. No, I mean, they look like sometimes yeah. you, you'll get a, McDouble and you open the thing and like half the burgers the, the buns off and like yeah. shit's all yeah, over the place you know slapped together literally yeah there's a but fucking... I mean it's not to knock on him again like he's doing everything he had like some like Netflix TV show like like limited series that I thought was great he did some I don't remember stuff. yeah yeah I don't remember yeah it was a dramatic one Boy, he, he was a serial killer right or something no he wasn't no he thought he okay I don't. I can't tell you because I'm gonna give it away. You have to watch it. It's really good. Okay. Yeah, I heard about it. Um, I wanted to watch it, but you watched everything like, already. Like a, a girl dies in his hotel room, and then his brother swoops in and tries to help him like hide the body and like make sure that you know like nothing. You have to watch it. It was really good. So I crazy. I was hooked. I I think about because like whenever so he really put his energy into that one. But I like think. like even him, him and The Rock are another one. It's like every it's like four movies a year. I'm just like. And then, like, I, right now, they're probably filming something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right now, they're filming they something. They do, like, interviews together. They go on Ellen together. They're so great together. They're a good match, they though. They're, they're a good like comedy perfect, match, yeah. Perfect yin They should yin, have their own TV yin, show yin. where they just fucking dick around. Yin, yin. It Because <coughs> The Rock does this. He Sometimes he'll just go out in public. Like some, if you go on his TikTok, he'll just go out in public. Yeah. And just hang out, like... Hey, and they're like, The Rock! He's like, yeah, it's The Fucking Rock, baby. And he just does selfies with them freaking out and shit. This is the best of your life, right? You know? Fucking... He loves that shit. He's a goofy he guy. I like that him. that shit. Yeah. You know, he deserves it too, you know? He's yeah. Fuck. Very lovable. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, but anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, trying to get that body going. Been letting myself go a little bit because I got a little comfortable. But we'll get back on the on the It's way. the holidays. It's the holidays, but I, I think something very important in life for everyone is to have motivation. You know, I had yeah. motivation because I felt disgusting and all that stuff. But I also was like, I'm getting these new shots. I needed an agency. So those and I, I basically headshots is what he's talking headshots. about. And I was basically pretending in my mind that, oh, I just booked a role in a movie. And now the shots are done. And, you know, I mean, it's not normal to eat like that, dude. I mean, it's very like intense. And like when movie stars do it, they're getting paid millions of dollars. I was get nothing so yeah. yeah you get you need that do you think you saved money though on the diet since you dieted so much oh like, yeah, yeah yeah like you buy less food and and then you save more money when when i'm when i'm not, when we're not eating out at all when i'm just eating food we make it's 100 percent saving more money because the yeah. portions are smaller and i'm snacking most of the time usually on, on an intense diet i eat like one big meal a day and then everything else is just snacking yeah okay. it sucks if you need dieting advice hit, hit me up maybe i can help you out i want to give advice yeah to bro people. Yeah, I'll get you fucking ripped. Anyways, um, bro, that was in, a f- come into my come into my studio, bro. Oh, it's four twenty. Make a make a wish. Um, so um, we uh, we get about 
18 minutes left of the podcast. You want to run off some fun facts? Okay. Okay. Um, here's one real quick. Um, do you know what Bruno Mars' real name is? No. Guess. You want to guess what it is? Don't look. You can't look. I, I saw it already. No. Bruno Mars' real name is Peter Jean Hernandez. Peter Jean, Peter Jean. <laughs> Peter Jean, Peter Jean. Dude. Uh, I love that. When most You like that name? No, it's just I so know why funny. He, that was one it's of those so, names. That's such a square name. It's so bad. It's so square. I totally get why he changed that. Sometimes people <laughs> change their names like, dude, come on. I mean, you didn't have to do that. I mean, this one, 100%. Just like, this is a, that's a tough one. Peter, you're not going to be famous with Peter Jean Hernandez. Peter Jean, Peter Jean. That's Peter brutal. Jean is not my lover. Anyway, so I thought that was, I thought you might want to. That's an unsexy He's name just too. A gene. He lost the he lost points in my in my in my book. Um, all right, here's a fun fact: unexpected text messages from the people you care about can have a positive effect on your body and instantly improve improve your mood. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Why why is that a fun fact? Well, it, you Dude. know, sometimes you read these things and, and it reminds you. Like, you know, it's true. It's like whenever I get a text from like a friend from high school saying how I'm doing. I haven't even thought about them, but when they send that back, I'm like, oh, yeah, people people are thinking about me. People care about me. And it does make me feel good. Yeah, it does. It's obvious. Yeah. Okay, what's the next one? Okay. I love how you, you can't connect. It's too boring. According to research, bilingual brains are better at ignoring distractions and are generally more efficient. Are you bilingual? I am, but I'm distracted very easily. So I don't know if that's true. You're bilingual? In I what? speak Mandarin. Oh, okay. Say, or I know a little bit Mandarin. Say... Um, say, hello, my name is James, and I need to clean my closet. Um, hello, what the means is yes, son, and what the niponyo, yeah, what, um, I don't know how to say clean my closet. Um, <laughs> but I, but, so I got, I got, my name is James Camacho, my girlfriend wants me to, and then I, I, I lost, <laughs> I lost there. Of course, you don't even know how to say clean your closet, so you'll never do it. Uh, demons, closet is like a uh, demons in my closet. Yeah, yeah, literally. Hmm. It's just stacked. De- yeah, it's I gotta, so give, away some, gotta just give away like, some clothes. It's there's no like there's no shelf or anything. It's just a giant pile of clothes behind a door. And I just rip off one thing when I want to get dressed. We keep losing one of our cats, and I, I swear to you God, think he's, he's in probably, there. I, he's got to be in there. I get scared. Yeah. That okay. Anyways, you want to move on? Or you want to talk about this bilingual? I'm no. ignoring distractions. Okay. A study found that when people are asked by a stranger if they would sleep with them, 75% of the men said yes, and every single woman said no. That's bullshit. I think that's bullshit. There's got to be, like, what if fucking Chris Hemsworth was going up to chicks? Want to fuck? You know, there's not one girl that would say yes? That's bullshit. You don't think that's bullshit? It says by a stranger. If people know who Chris Hemsworth is, he's not a stranger. Okay, what if a really attractive stranger came up to you? What if, like... If, a, if, a, a gorgeous if an attractive man, man came, came up, up to, to me and said, hey, babe. Let's fuck. Let's fuck. You I'd be like, no? how many STDs do you have? Like, why is it so, how is it so easy for you to just. I, I, I understand that most women, most sane women would think that. But yeah, zero, also, you're gonna, zero, not one woman in this study. Me. I don't know who you are. Not one woman in this study was no, like, we're I'll, not get, gonna I'll just get fucked by a stud. stranger. You, so you believe this? You believe this? Yeah. Thing? I don't believe it. I believe God. Yeah, and one I feel woman. like the seventy-five percent of men. I believe it should be ninety. You know, they're, they're not like afraid the woman's gonna kill him. They should be. So wait, seventy-five percent of the men said yes. So they should. How be many afraid. percent of people are in relationships? Should we Google that? They should be afraid. What percent of men are in relationships? Because then there's got to be a bunch of guys who are just put down the cheat. Thing down and use both hands. 
Okay, what percentage of men are single? 39% of men are unpartnered. So that means there was a good amount of people who were like, Compared I'm down to the 36% cheat. of women. It's the, it's the same. Okay. Shiv, you, have, why, you don't have to make everything about feminism, okay? We're, I don't make everything about you literally, feminism. I literally was just like 39%. Well, women are blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we're yeah, not well, talking about that. You got, you got to compare it to something in order to understand like how but, grave. But you just went on the topic of women. Like, Speaking of 75% grave. of men said yes when 36% of men are, are single. So people want to cheat. 40% of those men are like, I wanna, I'll, I'll cheat on my spouse. Okay, maybe. More piss. All right. So studies have also found that one of the most crucial factors in a relationship is how you celebrate your partner's good news. Oh, yeah. No, that's oh, big. yeah. Yeah. But it's also, that's the same thing, not just like with partner, but like Life. with no, like any friendships. If you like have good news and you say it, like your friend's reaction means everything. Have you ever had someone, like a friend that you said something good news to and they didn't react in a way you thought was appropriate? Oh, and you were, and totally. you were, but and you were like, "Ooh, I don't know if I friends with this person." Yeah, really? Yeah, it was can you like talk my, about it? On, on the- my first paper that I ever published. Yeah, my first publication ever. Mm. I told like, oh, we were there. I was there. Yeah, you were there. I was there. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, like, and we it was published. Wink, it was like, exce- yeah, it was like a, a few days earlier. <laughs> I, like, I made these restaurant. like plans. I like made these plans for a five star. It was, it was also, your birthday. Like, my birthday. It was your birthday. And I made these plans at this five star restaurant. And I never celebrate my birthday. So, never. like, this one was, like, I could afford to do it. You know, it's like, okay, like, you know, I, I well, never celebrate You had something, you had something to celebrate besides the paper. And it was, like, the first publication I've ever had. Wait, can we? Can and we, it was published in, like, the hot, like, what are the, the most prestigious journals in neuroscience? Nature. Nature. Yes. See, I remember. You always yell at me for not. And, be, and people were like, okay, well, happy birthday, too. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know. Birthdays come every year. This is the first fucking <laughs> Well, Shiv did the thing too. Shiv not, is not divulging this information. She invited all these people out as a celebration for her paper, and she didn't tell anyone it was her fucking well, birthday. People came there, came there, and I was like, "Happy birthday!" Oh, and they're no. like, "It's your birthday?" No, that was ne- the next year. Oh, it wasn't that, was that year. one wasn't about a paper. Yeah, I just yeah. like I told a bunch of friends I was like, "Hey, so like, you want to like do some team bonding or something?" You know, like on on March fourth, nineteen ninety four. Here's the thing too, and and then like people were like, "Yeah, team bonding, yeah." And then like people told people one after another, got it like into the volleyball community, and then. A lot of people showed up. So, the, so, so you <laughs> told them, people found out, and they didn't react birthday. at all. Huh? They didn't react. Oh, they reacted. Of course, they reacted. Like, oh my god. Um, so that's good. Yeah, they Why were really that, nice. Well, were you not satisfied? I, I, how is that not satisfying to you? That one was satisfying to me. Oh, I it was asked, nice. It, it was a birthday, a, though. I asked if there was. There a, was no good news. I was just celebrating. That my is birthday. good news that you, you got a paper published. We're talking about two different things. Talk- you, you're trying to like combine two of my birthdays into one. I'm asking you a time that There's you told people uh, good news. Yeah, now you're confusing everybody. There's two different birthdays. There's one where I like got a reservation at a five star place because I had just gotten published. Yeah. And accepted into like the highest neuroscience journal. And when they showed up, I said, "Hey, we're cheersing. Let's all get drinks because we're cheersing to the fact that I'm published for the first time." And I'm like. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I can only have, like, half of a drink because I'm tired from, like, the night yeah. before, and I don't really... Who can, like, How did that like, make... Yeah. How did that make you feel? Oh, man. It hurt. Do you were in that... Was it in that moment you are like, these are not my real friends? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. Yeah, it's weird. You know what? And you may not and even... And then, like, later, they were like, well, we didn't know it was a big deal. And I was like, you mean, like, the 20 times that I said, 
Like I said it like 20 more times to the point like my cousin Rohan, who was there, he knew how big of a deal it was, but he was like, dude, you kept bringing it up that you got published. I'm like, because nobody was fucking reacting. Like this was such a big deal. It's not, it doesn't have to be, you don't even have to care, but if you care about the person, you have to at least their excuse was like, oh, well, we're not in your science world, so we don't know how big of a deal it is It is to be published for the first time in the highest journal of neuroscience. Yeah. Music helps so keep... Sad. What was what, said? Oh, about the vet. <laughs> this one, you don't think... People kill about 1,776 animals for food every second of every day. Wow. Is that a lot? Were you expecting higher? It makes me feel less bad about doing animal research. Wow, that's such a selfish response. Do you think we kill enough animals? Well, that makes me feel better about killing my animals. You're an evil person. Well, I don't kill 1,700 animals a day. Should we, should we try watching one of those documentaries on meat? Really? Yeah, we should. We do should. You think do we'll it. become do vegans after? Because so we many might. people. You think so? I see, I've seen I, like I one really documentary bad. and it, uh, it got sad because like they killed the cows. Mm, they like put a bolt through their head. But it's like they a really it. quick, it's a really quick, de- yeah, they showed it. Well, they point, they really, push it up and then, pssst, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's super quick and they're dead instantly and they don't feel any pain, but still. All right. Last, last quote, last fun fact, I mean. Loneliness is a greater hazard than obesity. Would you agree? Yes. Me too. Yeah. The studies on loneliness and the brain are so, like, real. They're so, like, potent. They're so robust. It's the same finding every time. Like, if you isolate even a mouse, like, mice are also, like, group creatures. If you isolate a, mi- a mouse. A mice? A mouse for, like, three months. Um like the, it'll have memory problems. It like will not be able to like Sorry. remember who they know and remember who they don't know. Like they'll their hippocampus shrinks. They get really depressed. So the, the the brain physically is affected by it. Oh yeah, that's so crazy. Your hippocampus, your memory area, it just shrinks. In is it because it's not it using? Down. Yeah, it's not being used. So yeah. all the synapses kind of die, Even, and then the thing shrinks, yeah. and then you like have like serious memory problems. Well, so, it's yeah. really bad to be lonely. It's what? really bad. No, I'm sorry. No, I think I we had a good sample lonely. size of COVID when everyone just was talk co- to people. Say yes every time someone invites you out. Just say yes every time. You should tell yourself that. I but, know. I'm, I'm literally projecting on. Myself. But in COVID, we were all isolated, and we got like it was weird talking to people. Like right after three months, it was weird talking to people outside. It was kind of like you had to like remember how to. Yeah, you had to like relearn it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, it's just like. No, it's the bad. amount of like mental issues that came about during COVID because yeah. you don't get to see family, you're isolated in your place, and if you're not in a relationship or if you're not like living with housemates, like you are alone for a long time. Honestly, as much as you know, I love you, but um, I'm so I was so thankful that we did it together. Yeah, and that we weren't just lonely, like, one, us isolated. I would have lost my mind. I yeah. know, I know that's like insensitive because i know some people actually did lose their minds and worse people lost family but um, yeah to the disease but yeah it it loneliness has like really profound terrible effects on the brain and you know what like this is something we've been talking about recently it's like you're you're like you got to be more social and like i talk to alan's like i gotta make more friends you know it's like that kind of stuff if you don't have that in life you you may not go crazy per se but you get a little it's not healthy yeah. And then you can be weirder around the people that, I don't know, you're close to or just in general, you know? Yeah. It's always good to be so. Like, anytime I go out and have a great conversation with people, I always leave fucking, like, stimulated, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, which that's why kind of in a weird way school was great because you're forced to be in social situations. And when you get older, you have that choice. I could stay at home and fucking eat chips all day. You yeah, know? people tell you like really enjoy the relationships you have in school, in, in school because like it, nothing will ever be that convenient ever again. They go bye bye. Yeah. Um, to be like right. a five minute walk away from your friends that's insane. And just to have resources like you know you can just take these classes now like an acting class for free now if I want to take an yeah. acting class fucking five hundred dollars waiting list you know yeah um all right so we'll wrap up with this quote of the day this quote of the day I kind of want to shit on it's a good quote but I want to shit on it a little bit okay um preparation is the key to success which I agree with but I also think preparation is an indicator whether you just suck at something or not because if you're prepared for something and you still blow it you just suck. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's always a possibility. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a good, you you know, preparation is also a good way to alleviate anxiety if you're feeling anxious about an audition yeah. or, or a... I think that's just audition. such a basic quote. Preparation is the key to success. Yeah, if you don't prepare, you're not going to be successful. Isn't it? Just... Come well, on. Some people, James, well, you got to come up with better quotes of the day. I didn't come up with it. I found it. Or no. whatever. You need to find better quotes. Okay, but no, but, 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 but wait, 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 wait. Like, don't just, like, you just throw it in the garbage. You don't even want to talk about it. It's like, but some people do a thing where they blame everyone in the universe or everything in the universe for their failure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, if you just were prepared, you'd be fine. You know? There's people yeah. all the time, oh, like, this is rigged. That's blah, blah, blah. This is, there's no way I'll be successful. And it's like, dude, no, you just come prepared. You you just give yourself the best chance, you know? Yeah. And some people lose sight of that. Anyways, I just thought it was funny. I just think it's funny, too. It's like, and it's like I always think that, too. It's like, oh, like, if I have a show, I'll write and I'll prepare. I'll watch sets, right? And then I always think, like, man, if I still bomb after all this work, I just fucking, I just don't got it. You I, know? I, 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 same thing in my field with me as well. Like yeah. I'll prepare so much for a presentation. I'm like, if I, if I screw this up. You know, <laughs> there's no hope for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll never succeed. And there's, and but I'll, I'm glad to say this. I, I, I don't remember ever having anytime I bombed. I've, it's always been like, fuck, I didn't write today, or fucking, I fucked up. You yeah, know? it's yeah. never been a lot. I didn't of preparation. prepare enough. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, that will do it for That's this episode it. of All the right. podcast. Um, I'm gonna go take a nap. You don't want to do the plugs? You really hate the plugs, huh? It's no plugs. It's been an hour. Can we? Can we quit? Okay, well, guys, go listen Mixed Mutts Podcast. On, uh, subscribe on Spotify, Apple, YouTube.com slash James Camacho for the video versions of the podcast. Send in questions to Podcast at gmail.com if you want to ask us advice, any questions about anything, or give us topics to we can talk about. Um, please send them, and we really appreciate you watching and listening and uh, tune in next week. We're going to be consistent. We're going to do it every, every week now. Not hungover. Not hungover. <laughs> Not hungover. All right, let's get you rested, Fitch. Okay. 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 Bye, everyone.